Welcome to episode two of the Hometown Marketing Podcast. Today, we travel to Pendleton, South Carolina, where we chat with Terry Earl Brooks of a delightful shop called The Mercantile. We are here today with Terry Earl Brooks of The Mercantile in Pendleton, South Carolina. Terry, welcome. Thank Thank you. you. Um, I've got some questions here for you today that I'd love to share with everybody. Um, You've been, I saw on your sign outside that you've been in business 30 years this year. That is so super exciting. Um, So why did you choose Pendleton of all towns? I've always loved Pendleton, but why did y'all choose Pendleton? Well, mom and dad, who actually started the business, um, discovered Pendleton while they were down on sabbatical um, in 1986 and um they mom fell in love with Pendleton and she when she went back uh to western New York State she literally had a dream about owning a shop in Pendleton it wasn't exactly where we are located now but um she told our grandfather about the dream and he said well if you're serious about it um I'll help you Mm -hmm. So that's where the story began. Fun. Um, Two years later, dad um, was given um, an incredible early retirement. Mm -hmm. So we joked that this was their retirement, that they came down and worked more hours. (laughs) Than they've ever had before, yes. Than they ever had before, (laughs) definitely. Very good, very good. So this was the original location that they started? Yes, it was. And they haven't moved. And we're here on the square in historic Pendleton. Yes. It's just super charming. What has been your biggest challenge promoting your company and how have you tackled that? Well, I think the biggest challenge is that Pendleton is a destination. A lot of people don't realize that the downtown is here. They'll go by on 76 and they'll see Milo and... Um, gas stations and that sort of thing. And they think that's Pendleton and it's not, you know, when they get up, they have to get off that highway and come to discover the charm of the, the square mm-hmm. and, and all the his, history that's here. Um, so I always feel like we're out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I, a week doesn't go by when I don't have somebody, Oh, you know, it's been a long time since I've been here or I forgot about you. And so it's it's um, one of those cha- constant challenges is how to get people to come off the highway mm-hmm. or put you at the top of the list when it comes to thinking about um, I'm looking for this kind of gift or something that's unique and different. Um, oh, the mercantile. And they've got good customer service. Yes. And uh, there's always something that you aren't going to find everywhere else. Yep. Um, So it's just constantly trying to, uh, I guess sometimes I feel like the who's in Whoville. (laughs) We're here. We're here. Yay. Um, (laughs) Don't forget us. To uh, address that problem, I, I do try to post at least daily on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, I do find that the more I post, the better my response is. And of course, 
um, Facebook is a challenge yes. um, because of their ever-changing algorithms. Yes. <laughs> and uh, retailers are at the bottom of the pile in what gets viewed. Right. So, you know, it's, it's constantly having to rethink, how do I get my face out there? How do I get my name out there? Mm-hmm. Um, Have you tried video at all? I have thought of video a lot. I really have. That would be my number one recommendation probably would be to do. So much of what we do, you know, the, the, the crafting classes, the workshops and things like that, but also even just um, new merchandise as it comes in, games. Um, we do a lot with toys and games. When that stuff comes in, showing people how they work. Mm-hmm. Um but we're we're two man or two sure. woman one man business, and um, so it's, that's a huge time commitment. Yes. Well, my recommendation, and we'll get back on the questions, is if you have a smartphone, do the lives, make them short, maybe a minute, and just do something really quick and do it. It's Facebook Live. She's taking notes. I'm taking notes. <laughs> yes. I have a good memory. It's just very short. Yes. Well, I'm right there with you. So do Facebook Lives. Those get shared and posted. And, you know, it could just be, a, oh, this just came in today. Look at this. And, okay. Because, yeah, just a little quick. You don't want to take, you don't have to edit them. Yeah. Just. Because what I do is I will photograph absolutely everything that I've got Mm -hmm. and I will post the pictures. I'll crop them and do all, you know, make them look the best and I'll post new merchandise alerts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I like this idea. Yeah. Just quick. And yeah. Same idea, but just real quick. So very good. All right. Let's get back to our questions. Uh, So what in general business advice for do you have from for other businesses that are getting started? Maybe not in your industry, but I mean, it could be anybody that's just doing a, you know, starting a small business in a small town. Have a plan. Um, I know we've had, we went through a couple of um, businesses trying to start up. And the one thing I would say to them, do you have a plan? Oh, yeah, I've got a plan. Well, they didn't. And they didn't succeed. So having a plan is is one thing, but also be being willing to change the plan if you need to. Um, and then, um, but not being discouraged when you open your doors and they're not, there's not a line from here to Main Street mm-hmm. of, of people um, wanting to see you. So how detailed do you think that plan needs to be? I, I think it needs to be... You know, depending on the kind of business you're in, what's your objective? So if I if I go to market without a plan, I just wander around aimlessly. Um, so what I do is I plan exactly which showroom I want to go to at which time and uh, pre-write orders and make lists of things that I want to look at so that I am constantly focused on my business and not... Ooh, that's cool. Um, it doesn't mean you can't look and, and drool and dream, but for the most part, you know, you, you have to keep focus because you have such a short period of time there. Um, so you do have to keep focused on 
what your plan is. What you mention your feet hurt. <laughs> yes, your feet will hurt. <laughs> I bring three pairs of shoes oh, wow. <laughs> and constantly changing. Um, I don't see how people go and and, and drink um, oh, and try wow. and write orders. <laughs> yeah, Makes them very interesting. Of, yes, new, you went and spent what? <laughs> but just like going to market, you know, any business needs to have a good plan in place. Um, and the other thing is to make sure that you have the financial backing um, to survive when when business is slack. Um, because you're not going to live off of your business to begin with. Um, one thing I like to tell many people who are thinking about starting is every big business, every single big business started out as a little business, you know, an idea. And then it grew from there, but it didn't happen overnight. Yeah, most of us don't have rich uncles that we can just tap into. Exactly. Every time the well runs dry. Exactly. <clears throat> Very good. Tell, I don't think we talked about yet what the store has to offer here, if they're not familiar with your store. Well, I have um, a variety of merchandise. Um, I carry um, toys, and right now that's my strong, strong um part of the business, toys, games, puzzles. Um, I carry things for the home, like uh, tapers and um, some collectibles. I carry some kitchen things, um, nice dish towels and dip mixes, some food items, um, coffee, um, whole bean coffee that's local, uh, local source. Um, candy, um, chocolate, some really good chocolates. If you like chocolate, um, garden flags. Um, and then about a third of the business is crafting. Um, we started out with just rubber stamps and it has grown to include, um, jewelry and we offer classes in, um, paper crafts, book binding, um, card making, jewelry making, some clay. Um, we have some supplies for um, glass work as well. Very good. So what kind of events, what kind of classes do you host and do you have other events outside of classes and how do you get people to know about those? Well, um, when I joined the company uh, 24 years ago, there was nobody in the area doing crafting classes. So, um, and I had been doing that in England and, um, I knew that that was the, the way to grow that part of the business. Um, if you teach somebody how to use it, then they're more likely to, um, enjoy what they have and use what they have. So, um, I started doing card making classes and that expanded to where we have over 200 different classes that we offer. Um, that's a lot of classes. It's a lot of classes. Um, and we offer something called crafting a la carte, where if you would like to take a class, but the time that I have scheduled for the class doesn't work with your schedule, you can always call me and set up a time that works for the both of us. 
um, and we'll do a one-on-one or we can have up to six people. Um, we do pop-ups. Um, explain what a pop-up is. What a pop-up is, is basically where a vendor will come in and display all their merchandise and people are invited to come and they can purchase and take that with them that day. And we've done it with beads. Um, we've done it with, um, we've had a couple of the LuLaRoe, Mm -hmm. even though we don't sell LuLaRoe, it's, it's just fun. Um, the town has a second Friday, um, event where a number of the businesses will stay open until eight o'clock at night on the second Friday of every month. Um, and we've taken part in that. Um, usually during that event, we'll have, um, food, um, we'll serve wine, refreshments. Sometimes we'll have, um, a game night or, um, trying to think of some of the other things we've done. We've had book signings, just a a lot of different, Mm -hmm. different things. Um, I do kids art. Um, in the past I've done summer camps. Um, right now I'm working one-on-one with a number of, of kids. They'll come one, each one will come once a week and we'll spend an hour working on different projects. Fun. Um, initially we were the only ones offering anything. So attendance was no problem. Right. Um, and, but now it's a very different story. Um, I think people are, there's a lot more available and people's schedules seem to be a lot more, um, full. Yes. <laughs> so, um, it is, um, it is a challenge getting people to, to come. Um, what we've done with the classes is, posting on Facebook, our samples. Um, this is what we're going to do for the class. And we find that that helps if people see what they're doing, they'll sign up. Um, any of the altered canvases that we have here, if you see one you like, again, I can do an a la carte and a one-on-one just because I did it November of, um, 2014 doesn't mean I can't do Do it it again. Yeah. Tomorrow. Well, after right. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, catching people's attention is our, is our big, big challenge. Okay. Very good. So do you use your website in coordination with Facebook or? Our website is connected to, to our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So at the bottom of our website, it streams. Okay. Facebook streams. Right. And then um, my sister, Cindy will, as soon as we have classes ready, she inputs it, them onto um, the website. Okay, good. So we don't use the website as much as we do use the Facebook sure, page. Sure, Facebook's made to be easy so that everybody can use it. Yes. So do you create an event on your Facebook page yes. as well? Yes. So that's a great way to help get the word out as well. Okay. So the other thing that I've just done... And I launched it last Wednesday, not this week ago, Wednesday. Um, I've started a kids club, the Mercantile Kids Club. 
And the way that works is it's a closed group. So you have to request to join. Um, you only have to have kids in your life. You don't have to have actual kids. Um, <laughs> That's a good way to do it. Um, and it's a way of thanking people for shopping local, supporting a small independent business um, when they spend $25 in a month. And, and that can be cumulative. Um, their name goes into a drawing for the chance for a $50 gift certificate each month. Or um, some months I may have a door prize instead. Mm -hmm. um, there are plans for a review board so that when I am given a new game to try before I select it, I can have my review board review the game and, and let me know. Yeah, it's a fun game or eh, it's not worth it's not worth yeah. <laughs> ordering a case of it. Right. Um, but it's also a, another platform for me to introduce new merchandise as it comes in. Yes. Um, and I just just got in edible bubbles. Wow. And which I was, I know that sounds like huh? edible bubbles. Uh, mom had gotten some years ago and I have been looking for them ever since. Well, I finally in January found the edible bubbles and not only did I find them, but they're four flavors. Oh, so um, I ordered them and got them in and posted them. And within a few minutes, somebody said, can you put some aside for me? Yes, that's the way. That's great. So, that's good. yeah. All right. What are your best selling products? Maybe not a particular brand. You could be just more generic if you'd like to. But well, in general, what sells the best for you? Right now, toys are the the strongest department, so to speak, of in the store. Mm -hmm. um, and that's across the board, whether it's um, the hand puppets that I have or um, the games, that area has done really well for us. Personal care, kind of the consumables, the soap. Um, we carry five different soap companies. Um, two of them are local. And um, they're all handmade soaps, which people really seem to to like right now. Um, one of them in particular, we're going to be doing an event with. Um, she's going to do a workshop in May with us where people can come in and make a sugar scrub and three lip balms. Fun. And she's also South Carolina certified. Wonderful. So we're yes. excited. Yes. We're excited about great. that. Okay. So next to Christmas, what is your biggest selling season? Well, we have. Well, I would Christmas is a pretty strong. Christmas is our strongest um, quarter. Um, and then I would say third quarter is the next strongest. Okay. But we have, um, we had three. We, and this year, I think we're only going to have two festivals in town. Um, Spring Jubilee, which is first full weekend in April. Okay. And uh, the Fall Festival, which is the first free non-home Clemson football game weekend. <laughs> yes, I know how that goes. Um, yes, the in first non-home football game um, weekend in October. Okay. Are those big days for you? 
They are. Now, fall festival is only one day, mm-hmm. but we do good business. Um, Spring Jubilee is Saturday and Sunday. And basically that is like a fourth quarter weekend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All hands on deck. Yes. It's not as busy as it used to be, but it's still it's still it's still great. a fantastic weekend. Great. Do you create a promotion schedule or do you just sort of have the ebbs and you know, your normal seasons, you've been doing this enough times, enough seasons, or do you like plan out how do you go about planning out that promotion schedule if you use it? Or do you just wrap it around your classes or just around new products? When I was looking through the questions, I I was um I basically uh realized that I had planned something for our thirtieth for January February and March, but I didn't have anything planned until August, which is when our big promotion is anyway. Um, So um, I set about doing exactly that. So you got me me going (laughs) um, and planned out what we're going to do for each month, because I basically thought that it would be an, an idea to do something different for each month to celebrate 30 years in business. Um, so, so we've had, I think the month of January, every week we did something different. The month of February, um, for every $25 people spent, we um, put their name into a drawing. We kept track so it was cumulative and we put their name into a drawing for the chance for a $50 gift certificate this month. Um, for every, every time you spend $20, you get to tumble. And it's this really cute, uh, my son who was probably about eight or nine at the time decorated this plastic container that my dad, um, put so you could tum- you could roll, uh, the dice roll it or something. Okay. And we put um, poker chips in there with um, percentages on them, so you get to get a mystery discount. That's fun. Uh, you tumble it and reach in and pull out a poker chip, and whatever's on the chip is the percent you get off your your purchase. Mm-hmm. So we've done that all this month, and um, I'm going to do a drawing next month. Um, May, there's five weeks in May. So um, I've got um, three different events, um, promotions that we'll do during that month. Um, You can't do July without Christmas in July. Of course. Um, And then August is our big celebration. So again, we'll do something right up until um, I think the 23rd is the official day <laughs> yeah um and we've been known to have cake and balloons and all sorts of fun things That's so fun um for our 20th mom had never had a um, ribbon cutting oh so for our 20th um we did a, a ribbon cutting party we had the mayor come and um took pictures and it was in the paper and 
fun. Yes, lots of fun. Be sure so. to invite the uh, local send a, P, a press release out yes, for that for sure. Definitely. So that's going to be fun. Good. Definitely. Yay. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that you got that all worked out for yourself. So as far as promoting things, what tips do you have for other businesses on how you would recommend promoting, whether it's an event or products, you know, just some general? Be creative. Um, don't be afraid to try something new and different. Um, but then don't be discouraged if it doesn't work the first time. Um, I, I see a lot of people will try something and it doesn't work so that I'll oh, forget it. This isn't going to work. But a lot of times, like when you start a festival, the first year is not going to be that great word of mouth and eventually people will come. Well, I think promoting your business is the same way. The first time you do it, eh, you know, it might not be the, the best or it might be fantastic, but that word of mouth is going to get more people coming. Um, I like to call that create raving fans and they're going to really share whether it's on Facebook or exactly. Wherever. They're just going to exactly. love you so much. They can't help but share because it's so exciting. Very good. So are y'all part of the chamber? I know y'all tie into the city ties into Clemson. Are y'all part of the chamber? Do y'all get involved with any of those kind we of activities? Have, uh, Pendleton has a um, business association okay. for the Pendleton area. And the business association is a member of the Clemson Chamber. Gotcha. Okay, that works. And is there a tourism type of something for Anderson County or Pendleton itself? that works towards uh, yes promoting. we have the um mountain and lake what is it what is what are they called cindy now hartwell mountain and lake lake hartwell country <coughs> jewel of the carolinas lake hartwell country jewel of the carolinas okay it used to be called the pendleton district commission because you know the history of the Tri-County area mm -hmm. where it was all the Pendleton district. And Pendleton was going to be the county seat because it's in the middle of the Pendleton district. Right. Well, when they split up the counties, Pendleton was on the outskirts of Anderson. And that's where a lot of our history comes in. Right. Well, the Pendleton district just happens to be two doors down in Hunter's store. And um, so we we do a lot with them. They're the ones that organize Spring Jubilee. Okay. And um, they're a great resource for the Tri-County area um, as far as um, information about places to go, things to, to see, that so sort of thing. So that's something that businesses in the Tri-County should go and reach out to and see if there's a way they can. Yes. I mean, uh, if you have, they have a literature rack. So if you have um, brochures that you want to put there, you can, um, they will also, I think they're also connected with all the visitor centers. So um, yeah. Very good. Is there anything else you'd like to share? 
Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> to 30 more years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that would be exciting. It would. You know, it's um, I'm a little bit older than my mother was when she started the business mm-hmm. right now. Um, but um does that mean just, you're never going to retire? Oh, there's a family joke about that. Um, our grandfather was 93 when he passed. And um, he only, he was forced to retire because our uncle would not um, take the um, uh, oxygen tank <laughs> in his uncooled van to take him to a farmer's market. So, um, and that was shortly, that was shortly before he, he passed away. So I think he was 90, 91 or 92. And he, he had to stop working. <laughs> so we, we said, well, you're not allowed to quit working until you're ni- in your nineties. Well, when you love what you do. It's not work. Right. Exactly. You know, there's there are aspects of it that you might not like. And um, that might be another good tip for people. If you don't if you don't do certain things well, look at having somebody come in and do them. You know, if you're not great at, at book work, get a bookkeeper. If you aren't um, great at keeping your store clean, hire somebody to come in and clean. You know, those are all things that, you know, mom's not there to do it. And you, they're all things that need to be done. Um, so, you know, it's not, it's not being in business isn't always fun. There's fun aspects of it, but um, don't go into business if you think you're going to have fun all the time. Um, Rubber stamping. Oh, yeah, it's creative. And boy, you get to stamp all day long. And you don't. You know, you've got to plan out your classes. You've got to order product. You've got to contact people. Um, You've got to dust the shelves and you got to have what's trending because you have they to don't have like what's trending what you've got, exactly you're like stuck with it yeah exactly so you know it's um really research just because you do it as a hobby doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a good business for you that's good advice all right well it's been a super pleasure i've got a little bit of shopping i need to do what time do y'all close today 5 30 5 30 what's your normal hours of operation 10 to 5 30 monday through saturday Wow. Yes. Every day. Every day. Well, except for Sunday. Except Sunday. But still, yeah. Very good. Do you take vacations every once in a while? What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Thanks for tuning in today. We're exploring small town America and want to share fantastic small business success stories. Please share us with your friends and be sure to leave us a review. To submit a suggestion for future guests or topics, please go to iliantyson.com forward slash podcast. Thank you and see you next time.